Welcome to the Hope Podcast, a weekly podcast devoted to the explanation of the laws governing health, opulence, peace, and enlightenment. Cosmic Law There are certain activities of the sacred fire being released to mankind now, which were formerly not permitted by the great cosmic law. They were only given to those who qualified and secured entrance to the retreats of the masters. Through a special dispensation, this instruction has been permitted to be given to humankind en masse. Through the release of waves of cosmic light and then its constant increase, Many actions of the law in regard to manifestations for humankind have changed. The cosmic law itself does not change, but phases of the law to produce results or manifestations and means of operation and application are changed at certain cycles to suit the consciousness of humankind. Therefore, certain phases of so-called occult laws formally used have become obsolete under this new dispensation. Within the last many years, many actions of the cosmic law have been changed. Much has been explained and clarified and is now known, which was not permitted before. Occult means hidden, and secrecy is no longer the order of the new age. The constant release of cosmic light is one reason for this instruction being permitted at this time. This is a point not understood by some occult students, so they may feel that the giving forth of certain instruction to the public is overstepping the bounds. Because of the great need and the closing of cycles, the beloved Ascended Master St. Germain was enabled to secure a dispensation to release this instruction which he had formulated on the inner planes during the last few centuries. He then began to draw together life streams in embodiment with whom he had close connections and with whom he had worked through the centuries. Many responded and of course many did not for one reason or another. As these students made the calls in groups, particularly and individually, more and more of the cosmic light was released. This has enabled certain phases of the law not heard of before to be now set into action. At the half-yearly council at the Grand Teton Conclave, January 1st of 1931, the old law was then set aside. Cosmic fundamental law never changes, but its means of expression, presentation, application, and manifestation is changed according to the needs and status of humankind's consciousness from cycle to cycle. Certain phases have been taught by all the various esoteric teachings and orders throughout the centuries. This is the understanding that Jesus the Christ had as well, as every great teacher or avatar taught secretly to those close to them and to those who could understand. Jesus the Christ said, I of myself can do nothing. It is the Father in me that doeth the works. 
indicating that father-mother God was the doer and not the outer or personal self, the ego or the body. Now, who was this father that he referred to? It was the individualized God presence that says, I am. It was not an abstract idea or principle, but a being of whom he was aware, to whom he could call or invoke, or who worked and expressed through him, manifesting the great miracles and mighty God qualities. Jesus the Christ knew his mission and the example of the ascension he was to leave to humankind. He said, These things I have done, ye shall do also. And in that he also meant the ascension, which is the goal of every live stream. However, humankind through the centuries have had their attention on and stressed the suffering, the crucifixion, which humankind, they are experiencing and outpicturing now, instead of the ascension, showing that what the attention is on, we draw unto us or become. That is law. That is a scientific fact. When you give your attention to a thing, your life energy feeds into that. Your attention makes the connection, and on that attention, the quality with which you connect comes back into your world. As an example, take an automobile accident, which many people have experienced for hours or days afterward, such an experience is uppermost in their consciousness. Some even become ill from it. Now, if it can be done with a destructive quality, the same law applies in a constructive way. Therefore, when we learn of our own individualized presence of God and the ascended masters who have become one with it, we can draw their qualities into our worlds instead of destructive qualities. There is much good in every teaching and religion. In each are many universal essential elements. Each one was planned on the inner planes by the world teacher and those in charge of that activity before it was brought forth into the outer world. Each one presented a certain portion of the law in a comprehensible way and in a manner adaptable to that time. Through the centuries, of course, many human concepts have crept in and beclouded the truth. Yet, we should be open-minded and alert enough to recognize the truth in each one and wherever we come across it. For it is said, truth is its own defense. But it must come through human effort in the human realm. Truth, from the human standpoint, means the action of human qualities, as understood by humankind. In order to attain mastery, one need not acquire all knowledge of a universal scheme of things, but one must definitely have certain understanding, application, and discipline before they can manifest mastery. Some have been taught that they may not ask anything of God or the law for themselves. This, evidently, originally meaning gratification of the self or wholly personal desires, is correct. To be of the greatest service or to do work well done, 
certain requirements are essential. Since humankind is in these limitations, and the law requires the call from the human realm, it is not incorrect to call for what is required for service or to enable one to live a better life. We have to now get over this old hidden idea that we are not able to use knowledge of perfection to help ourselves. They certainly had to in the retreats. When admitted, for instance, to the retreat at Luxor, they were required to draw forth from within their own light, that is, for what was required in other words, food, etc., and if they didn't, they would starve. Now it is different. We have been given the knowledge right here in the outer world, which was formerly only given in the retreats of the Ascended Masters. Instead of having to precipitate everything direct from the universal, we are now taught how to make application. By calling the Mighty Presence into action, one can cause to be drawn to himself the things required, which are already physically manifested. The presence, as the governor of the universe, can manipulate and adjust conditions or circumstances to give one what is required in the service to life. This is a form of precipitation, but a slower process than instantly condensing it from the universal. This power is only one small part of the law of life and not so important from the inner standpoint. This is law, and law is law. When one gets the feeling that it does not work, then they have applied the law, and it didn't work. Then there is some doubt in the consciousness that is giving power to a force other than Father Mother God, showing that the principle of the law has not been fully grasped. The commandment, Have no other gods before me, means just that to not give power to anything else. We are facing great changes of the law. For example, on New Year's Eve 1930, the old occult law was set aside by the cosmic being known as Mighty Victory. This great cosmic being, also the great cosmic being known as Cosmos, came forth in August of 1939. His coming forth has changed the law's activity and vibration to the planet Earth. When the old occult law was then set aside, that moment humankind was released from secrecy. Simple is the law of life. We are dealing with reality, not in abstraction, abstractly or obtrusely. We are dealing with definite law, that is life called into action. In order to be free, you must prove the law. You can prove these things to yourself. It is law, and law correctly applied will bring result. It is as scientific as electricity or radio and will work. When one takes hold of a live wire, it acts regardless of all opinions. It is only a wire and not charged. That is according to the law of electricity. Likewise, we are dealing with the law of life. It has been proven to work by some even without faith. However, faith is good, and we should have it, as it may greatly intensify the result or the action. Experience is the law of life, to convince you to make you realize its action. To intellectually know a thing is one thing, but it is another thing when you prove it. Then you become it, the law. 
In former times, those who served the light went through limitations because they had only a fragmentary knowledge of the law. There is an inner and action of the law. Sometimes the ascended masters speak of the inner, sometimes the outer action. At the time of Richard the Lionhearted, during those 14 years when he was impelled forth, such a point in the activity of the cosmic law was reached, when an activity similar to the one now could have come forth. Through this understanding and activity, much has been accomplished and much avoided, which would otherwise have taken place. The application and cooperation of the great students of light with the great light brotherhood has enabled forces to be handled and adjustments made through human forms, instead of through cataclysmic action, and even the transmutation of etheric records which are sustained by thought and feeling from generation to generation. The accumulation of this eventually results in cataclysmic action, at which time the great law permits it to be consumed or transmuted. The masters are trying to avoid as much destruction in this divine plan and preserve as many souls as possible. Principle no matter what religion, path, or faith an individual believes in, or what metaphysical or occult teachings he may be following, they all eventually lead to the same and vital focal principle, the knowledge and awareness of the I Am Presence. No one is able to rise into the higher realms and cosmic development except through their own individualized I Am Presence. The unascended masters in India have touched on this principle. They have contact with their I Am Presence. Although they may not call it that, they may call it by another name. However, they would not reveal this fact or even speak of it in those terms. But they have made the inner contact and aware of their own presence. For... The I Am Presence is the all-pervading principle in life, the most divine activity in the universe. It is the only acting principle each one has. It is ever striving for expression to produce perfection through each form. The first principle of life is to love. This is the nature of every individual. For love is the fundamental principle of all creation. I am is that life principle and that intelligence in your body. It is the principle of life expressed through Jesus the Christ. Real intelligence is not an activity of the intellect, but it comes from the God principle, the flame, I am and uses everything constructively. The three principles, faith, hope, and charity, or love, are always active in humankind. Thank you and join us for exciting new content about the Ascended Masters and the Law of Life. Find out more 
at www.gatheringofchilas.com. Comments and questions? Email us at hopepodcasting at gmail.com.